Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, thank you for joining me today. Yesterday I talked about preparing for victory, and this is part two to that, because we know victory is important. And I used the example of the Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl when we beat Oklahoma and had a fourth and 17, and everybody thought the game was lost. Most people were out in their cars already, and how we did this miracle play, and how Coach Pete said they had practiced and practiced that play just for a time like this so they could prepare for victory. And folks, I'm telling you what, that's what God wants you and I to do, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. So pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day. Thank you for a day to share your word and to talk about the things of God. And Lord, I pray that you would just use the people that are listening today. Open their hearts. And Lord, I pray that you'd use each one of us and we would see you and we'd have a close relationship with you. Thank you. I give you thanks in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Well, folks, it's time to take a step in faith. Maybe you've been sick or you've been given bad health news. Don't start planning your funeral right now. You know, you don't need to sit around and be depressed thinking how others have died on the same of the same disease and so forth. Start making plans to get well. Say, you know what? I'm going to do my best. I'm going to fight this thing. I'm going to get well. Too many times people give up the ghost. Now, of course, my mom is a whole different story. You know, she had been sick most of her life, and she'd struggled and with all sorts of things, and yet she... Uh, she loved God so passionately, and when my dad died five years before, uh, when five years earlier, you know, she kept going and had a great attitude. I mean, she really had a great attitude. She loved, loved God wonderfully, but she found out she had leukemia, and that's after about 10 times to the doctor, and the doctor told her, said, well, Doris, you got about two to six weeks to live, and she just said, praise the Lord. She yelled it so much that everybody in the hospital, I think, heard it. It was, and she was the most happy woman you have ever seen for the next few weeks. She ended up lasting almost six weeks, and she could not wait to get to heaven. In my entire ministry, I have never been around anyone who wanted to go to heaven as bad as my mother, and it made it so much easier on us boys because she was just ready to go and said, man, I can't wait. And I think I told you this many times on the radio when I went to see her. She had slipped into a coma, and I was sad because I didn't get to say goodbye. And then I went into her room and said, Mom, if you could see me, if you could hear me, just smile at me once more. And boy, she opened her eyes and she smiled at me. She said, I love you, son. She raised her hands into the air and she said, praise the Lord. And that was it. She went to be with Jesus. What a way to go. What a way to go. You know, listen to the most noted scripture in Isaiah. I believe it's Isaiah 40, 31 said, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. People of God, that is for us. Our hope is in the Lord. He is our strength. He wants us to focus on what he can do and not what we can't do. If we could learn that, we would see an explosion of the power of God in the Treasure Valley. We would see people do wonderful and mighty things in their lives. You know, I've, I've told you I have very successful friends that, that do wonderful things in their business. And you know what? It's because they think 
victoriously. And well, some of them is because they have they also have a faith in God. You know, I think of my my friend Mel, and I think of my friend Paul over in Nyssa, and I think of my friend Brent. I think of my friend Mike. I, I think of all these people that God is blessing, you know, in their businesses. But you know what? They prepare for victory. And you know what? We also need to stretch our faith. We need to stretch our faith, and we need never to give up. The people I know that I've read about in books in the Bible that are tremendous success are the people who believed even when circumstances were poor. Joseph believed. Joseph believed God was with him, even though he got thrown into the pit and went to be a, a slave and then got thrown in jail. And then he became then he got out, helped all these people. He just kept believing. He knew that his God would not leave him nor forsake him. People, God will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He'll be with you always to the very end, but you have to trust him. You have to believe in him. And yes, there may be some bumpy roads along the way. There may be some real deep puddles that you go through. But you know what? He will help you out of those puddles. He will help you through those. I think of the wealthy motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar, telling story about how he was so tired and there were only a few motels in the area. And so he popped into one and they said, well, there was no room. It was completely full. And he said, man, I'm tired. Please try to get me in. The manager said, no. So he said, let me talk to your GM, the big kahuna. And he told him he was searching all over and, and needs a room. Could you please give me a room? The GM said, sorry, sir, there just isn't any. By now, most of the people would have given up. But not Zig. He was so tired. He said, sir, tell me if you knew the president of the United States was here tonight and he needed a room, would you have a room for him? He said, yes, I would, answered the GM. Well, he's not coming. Can I, can I have his room? <laughs> so that is being positive. So he got a room for the night, but he stayed with it. He was persistent. And that's the way people are when they're trying to find jobs. You know, you're, you always hear that you need to tell them to go back and keep, keep uh, letting them know that they need a job, that, you know, you, you're interested. You know, hang with it. Persistence and believing and having that never-give-up spirit will take you miles in your life, especially in your spiritual life. Learn to wait with expectancy. Expect great things to happen. Yeah, I'll be honest. My first years at Cloverdale, I honestly expected God to do great things and take care of his church. And you know what? He did. And I still feel the same way. 30 years later, 30 years this month later, I feel the same way. I feel God is going to open the floodgates of heaven and so the church can be used by God in a powerful, remarkable way. I believe it. I stand on the promises of God. People told me, don't go to that church. They've got 40, 50 people, and, and they're so negative, and the, and the church split. It's just, you know, and here you're in a good church already. Don't be a 32-year-old pastor going somewhere that's going to fail. Well, I'm telling you what. God laid on my wife and I's heart, this is where God wants us, and it didn't fail. In fact, we grew for 22 straight years, and then God has blessed us now in the last eight years, and it's, you know, it's been a phenomenal ride. It's been, it's been a crazy ride. Many people have come to the Lord. We baptized four here several weeks ago, and now that's, I think, over 400 people we've baptized in the last number of years. Why? We stayed with it. We didn't give up because everybody else said, oh, you can't do it. That place is going to be a failure. People of God, let's think victoriously. I recently, no, it was not recently, it's been a few years ago, read a story about a woman named Patty who had married an actor from the Love Boat show, Gavin McLeod. He had been married seven years to Patty, and they hit some snags in their marriage. 
and Gavin left. He later said he got caught up with being an actor and was making very poor life choices. He and Patty divorced, and Patty was shattered, literally shattered. She never, ever wanted their marriage to break up. Instead of just throwing in the towel and giving up, she started thanking God every day that one day Gavin would come back home and their relationship would be restored. Every day she would thank God, believing he would come back. She took a step even farther. She started putting legs on her faith. Patty later told, told us that every night at the dinner table, instead of setting the table for one, she would set it for two. She was making preparations for Gavin to someday come home. Three years later, listen, folks, she did this for three years. Three years later, Patty answered a knock at the door. She opened it, and there stood Gavin. She smiled and said, come on in. Your dinner, dinner is getting cold. They remarried shortly after. How are we waiting for good things from God? Take a step and prepare for victory. God is ready for us to get going and believe something is going to happen and to live rejoicing every single day. People of God, I want us to live rejoicing. I want us to live rejoicing. You know, I'm not much of a guy on horse races, and I don't bet a horse race or go to horse races, but I like watching the main derbies, the three derbies. I enjoy watching them. I just enjoy good, healthy competition. The movie I watched and really enjoyed was about one of the greatest horses of all time, probably the greatest horse of all time, Secretariat. Many of you have seen the show, and you've heard, heard, you've heard all about Secretariat. But Secretariat won the Triple Crown by shattering their all-time record in the third race, by winning by, listen to this, 31 lengths. Do you know how much that is in a race like that? It is enormous. And in the story, the Chenoweth's parents died and left her the horse farm. But they're about ready to foreclose and lose everything. So they come with an idea to sell shares for Secretariat. And this is before he won big. She was selling in expectation of him going big. See, people didn't see it that way. People didn't see it that way. And when I shared this message in church, I showed a clip uh, from the movie and just to show them how people were thinking. You know, I don't know anything about her spiritual welfare except for hearing some spiritual anecdotes that they talked about. There were some spiritual things that were said, and, and actually there were some spiritual songs that were in the in the thing about living rejoicing every day. But I know this. With God, we will gain victory. Without him, folks, I got bad news for you. Defeat is imminent. Yes, defeat is imminent. The enemy teaches defeat. Sometimes we are our own worst enemies. People of God, it's time to prepare for victory. It's ours through Jesus Christ. Are you prepared? Will you do something about it? Will you start changing your attitude and your spirit and allow the Spirit of God to move in your life powerfully? I want you to pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that we can talk about victory. We can talk about the Word of God. We can talk about truth. And Lord, I pray that we'd be a positive people preparing for victory in our lives, no matter what the circumstances are. And Lord, if there's some that are struggling in their circumstances right now, in the name of Jesus, lift them up. May they see the glory of God. May the glory of God unfold in front of them. May the power of God be seen. Oh Lord, move us to be victorious people. 
Change our lives. Lead us. Bless your people this day, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.